0: Happy Monday everybody, my name is Brandon Rosa and welcome to episode 122 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news and we all are in an Xbox related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world so please subscribe in your favor and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Diablo Primeval Collection and Diablo 2 Resurrected. The games coming out this week include Hot Wheels Unleashed, FIFA 22, Lemnis Gate, Chernobylite, Connect Tank, Dandy Ace, Outer Wilds Echoes of the Eye, Agatha Christie, Hercule Poirot the First Cases, Unmetal, In Sound Mind, Insurgency Sandstorm, Skeletal Avenger, Centipede Recharged, A Juggler's Tale, Creepy Tale. Ion Drive, The Eternal Cylinder, X Wan Sword 7, Doctor Who, The Edge of Reality, Toy Soldiers HD, Melty Blood Type Lumina, Fishing Sim World Bass Pro Shops Edition, X Zeus, The Complete Collection, eFootball 2022, Astivine Saga, Immortal Legacy, The Jade Cipher, Unsighted, Alpha Link, Stellaris, Ancient Relics, Astria Ascending, Phoenix Point, Behemoth Edition, Space Revenged, and Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. If you can't tell, we are in the fall release of games. Now onto last week's biggest news stories, and we have 6 to cover this week. Number 1, Perfect Dark Reboot will be co-developed by Marvel's Avengers dev Crystal Dynamics. Tom West at True Achievements writes, The initiative announced today on its social media accounts that a partnership with Tomb Raider developer Crystal Dynamics has been established for the upcoming Perfect Dark Reboot. In a recent post via Twitter, one of Microsoft's newest studios and the team working on the Perfect Dark reboot, The Initiative, announced a partnership with Crystal Dynamics. The partnership will see the Marvel's Avengers and Tomb Raider developer working with The Initiative, although what exactly it will be working on is currently unknown. Interestingly, the Perfect Dark lead, Daniel Gallagher, who previously the Crystal Dynamics studio head and game director of the Tomb Raider series, so if anyone at the Initiative knows where Crystal Dynamics will be best served on the Perfect Dark project, it's Gallagher. In a post on the official Crystal Dynamics Twitter account, the developer notes that it, quote, couldn't be more excited to join forces with the initiative to bring Perfect Dark to a new generation of gamers, end quote. Well, this is a puzzling story. I don't know if it's necessarily bad, don't know if it's necessarily good. On games such as this, it's not unusual to partner with external developers, but they're usually not announced like it's a big deal and exciting news, especially considering it isn't as usually as big of a studio as in Crystal Dynamics, which is the case here for the initiative. Certainly weird, and people dunking on it because the initiative was regarded as the quadruple-A studio, and now they go and announce they'll be co-developing the game. I guess we'll just have to wait and see till we see more of this game. Number 2, Halo Infinite's full technical preview schedule revealed by 343 Industries. Adam Bankhurst at IGN writes, 343 Industries has revealed the full schedule for the latest Halo Infinite multiplayer technical preview for the weekends of September 23rd to the 26th and September 30th through the 4th. 343 shared the details on Halo Waypoint, also saying that the goal of this weekend's preview is to test our services and systems at scale, gather data on a breadth of real-world hardware configurations, and obtain feedback on Arena, training mode as well as the new Halo Waypoint, web and app experiences. During the weekend of September 30th to October 4th, Big Team Battle will go live and take it up a notch. While training mode and weapon drills in this Halo Infinite multiplayer technical preview will be playable the entirety of both weekends, there will be specific play sessions where players will be able to team up with friends and matchmake. These dates and times are as followed. I'm not going to include this past weekend as this airs on Monday, and I can't wait to jump in right after I finish recording, so we'll discuss Weekend 2, September 30th through October 4th, Big Team Battle, and Arena. On Friday, Saturday, and Sunday October 1st through the 3rd, you can play from 1pm to 5pm, and 8pm to 1am. It will then close on Monday October 4th at 1pm. Players will also be able to play in Halo Infinite Social Arena and Bot Arena multiplayer playlists during set times, and Big Team Battle will feature Capture the Flag, Slayer, and Total Control on Fragmentation. As with the first preview preview, the Battle Pass will be available and each account has been granted credits, so that the Battle Pass and certain items can be purchased for testing during the flight. Like I said, as soon as I'm done recording this, I'm jumping into the technical preview. I can't wait to get my hands on Halo Infinite and report back next week. More Halo Infinite. Number 3. It should take a Halo Infinite player 16 to 18 hours before they run out of daily challenges. Wesley Inpool at Eurogamer writes, In a post on Halo Waypoint, Halo Community Manager, John Jusick, wanted to detail on how Halo Infinite's progression challenges and customization after concern was raised by the Halo community last month. Halo Infinite doesn't have per-match XP, Battle Pass progression is tied to challenges instead. Jun6 said in August that, quote, It's extremely difficult to run out of daily challenges, end quote, at least regarding 343's current plans for launch. Quote, I won't say impossible, cause there are some grinders out there, but I'd be impressed, end quote. Still some fans expressed concern about the system, accusing 343 of time-gating, progression, and perhaps encouraging microtransactions, Battle Pass tier skips, for example. Others suggested the challenges will encourage players to play in specific ways. In last night's post on Halo Waypoint, Jusik went into much more detail on how all this will work, listing examples of challenges and even estimating how long it will take a player to rinse the dailies available. This really sounds like a non-issue to me, now that they're saying it takes about 16-18 to 18 hours before they run out of daily challenges. To me, it almost sounds like too much. Let's just enjoy the game, and let's judge it when it comes out. Number 3, Life is Strange Remastered Collection arrives this February. Taylor Lyles at IGN writes, We already knew that Life is Strange Remastered Collection, a compilation of the first two installments with enhanced visuals and animations, and today Square Enix has announced that the game will be available on all major platforms on February 1st, 2022. The game was supposed to release on September 30th of this year, but in August it was announced that the game would be delayed into next year, citing ongoing challenges of the COVID-19 pandemic as the main reason for pushing back the game's release date. Not going to dive any deeper into the new story as the big thing is it's coming out February 1st of 2022. Hopefully, we've touched on this story and this game a number of times as it's been delayed a couple of times now, but I'm a huge Life is Strange fan, you gotta play the series, give it a chance in February. Number 5. Mojang reportedly has at least two new Minecraft games in the works. Tom Ivan at VGC writes, According to Windows Central sources, the projects are brand new so not part of the original Minecraft or Minecraft Dungeons. The report is not surprising if accurate given the phenomenal success of the Minecraft franchise which was acquired by Microsoft along with Mojang for $2.5 billion in 2014. The original Minecraft has now sold over 200 million copies, and while location-based spin-off game Minecraft Earth closed in June reportedly due to COVID-related issues, 2020 release Minecraft Dungeons reached 10 million players across all supported platforms this February. Last year Mojang rebranded as Mojang Studios following its expansion to multiple studios and game titles. Mojang is headquartered in Stockholm, Sweden, although it has employees located in the UK, US, and Canada. Thomas Woboro, the company's head of communications, said at the time, quote, Following Minecraft Earth and Minecraft Dungeons, we're planning a feature film, preparing an epic live show, and playing with ideas for brand new games, end quote. For you Minecraft fans out there, this has to be exciting. I value that Minecraft is a cool game. Played it for a little while. It was especially interesting in VR and relaxing. I did play about... I don't know, 5 hours of Minecraft Dungeons and also had some fun. Easy games, kids can enjoy it, and adults all the same. Number 6, Far Cry 6 won't feature ray tracing on PS5 and Xbox Series X. Wesley LeBlanc at IGN writes, Ubisoft has revealed that Far Cry 6 will not feature any ray tracing on consoles. The news comes by way of Tech Radar, which reached out to Ubisoft for confirmation after a Ubisoft 3D team lead programmer told WCCF Tech that ray tracing will be a PC only feature. Alongside ray tracing, AMD's FX Super Resolution feature will be found only on PC versions of Far Cry 6 as well. Quote, Ray tracing is a PC-only feature. On console, our objective has been to take advantage of new hardware capabilities, optimizing performance, targeting 4K, and achieving 60 frames per second for instance. All while ensuring that the experience on the previous generation of console would remain consistent. End quote. Ubisoft told TechRadar in a new statement. In generations past, ray tracing remained a feature exclusive to PC, but with the release of the PS5 and Series X, some games on those consoles have featured the real-time lighting effect. I think it's a little disappointing not to have ray tracing, I like the games now that offer you options, do you want to play in 4K60, do you want to play 1080p with ray tracing at 60 frames per second, give me these options, let me choose what I want to play, obviously I wish every game would be 4K60 with ray tracing from the start, and that is the only reason I would ever want a Series X upgrade, which I'm sure they're going to do in a couple years, Give me the 4K60 with ray tracing for every game, no matter what. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is going to be, what does the Optimized for Series X and S mean? Credit to Tom West at True Achievements. The team at Xbox created the Optimized for Series X and S label, so it's easy to discern if the game was built for the latest generation of consoles, as well as the previous generation. This goes for both new titles developed natively using the Xbox Series X and S architecture, and older titles that have been redesigned to take advantage of the power boost. Optimized for the Series X and S titles can achieve the following, Variable Rate Shading or VRS, Direct X-Ray Tracing, Frame rates up to 120 frames per second, and faster load times than on older hardware. To easily find the optimized for Series X and S titles within your own library of games, head to My Games and Apps, See All, click on Games, and then press Filter option at the top of the page so you can choose Console Types. From here, just click on Optimize for Series X and S, and your library will only show those titles. This is a feature I absolutely love about my Series X and S. Gone are forgetting the old games of your previous generation, never to touch them again as you just want to play on your shiny new console. I love that I don't feel guilty about playing old games because I get to play them on my new box. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please do me a favor. Leave it a review and then subscribe on your favorite podcast service. Go and subscribe on YouTube for me. Give me those numbers share it with your friends, and then follow on all social media at and 10 This past week, I finished playing Life is Strange True Colors, and that is probably my game of the year thus far. And as soon as I'm done hitting record, as I said, it's Halo Infinite technical preview time. Let's go. My name is Brandon Rosie. you can follow me on Xbox at Brozo93. Hope you all have a great week, stay safe, and keep on gaming.